Hello and welcome. You are listening to River Radio's Let's Talk Business show with me, Fiona Johnson. Now, we can't have failed to have noticed that this week's had Valentine's Day on Monday. So I'm just wondering, has love been in the air for you this week? But I'm not just thinking romantic love. I'm thinking, what about business love? Are you actually in love with your business? There's always so much going on as a business owner. And sometimes it can just feel like another relationship. And it needs that kind of attention. And it can be really tricky, can't it, to keep the balance right when you're juggling your business, juggling your family, or trying to have some kind of social life. It's that classic work, rest and play, and so on and so forth. So talking of getting a balance in your life, another thing that needs to stay in balance and in harmony are our bodies and minds. And if we want to stay on top of things and in good health mentally and physically, then we really need to look after ourselves. Therefore, today, I'm delighted to be able to welcome Nina Panasar-Woods from Sansar Yoga. Nina practices the principles of yoga and the Ayurvedic lifestyle to support a healthy body, mind and soul. Hello and welcome, Nina. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. (laughs) I have to say, you're sitting opposite me. You are an oasis of calm. It's just like she's bringing these these vibes into into the studio, which we're absolutely loving. So today's show, this is what we're going to be covering. We'll be wanting to know, is there really something in the Ayurvedic lifestyle that can slow the body's aging process? We'll also be discussing how we need to listen to our bodies a bit more. And after all, if someone asks for help, don't we give it? So why don't we give help to our bodies too? And if you're anything like me and you struggle with keeping on top of technology, we'll be finding out how Nina has embraced mixing yoga with technology. Now that's an odd partnership. We'll also be escaping from the stresses of modern living and trying to do some breathing exercises, which will be interesting live on air. And as usual, we'll be playing our fun quick fire round and getting to know what's behind the real Nina. So Nina, after that little introduction, tell us about us, yourself and what you, what you do. So I've been on a journey for the last four or five years, um, and a holistic journey on mind, body and spirit. So I started on my yoga journey um, and I, I have actually been doing yoga for over 20 years and I never ever thought about teaching it and um, I had some personal th- things going on in my life and it was getting to that stage where I was about to change, thinking about changing careers. I was in financial services but I didn't like the person that I was becoming or it was making me out to be. I was becoming less compassionate with myself. My sleep was all over the place. My diet, my digestive system was all over the place. My mind was all over the place. And I knew I had to take, I had that awareness and I had to take um, responsibility for this. 
So um, I took my regular yoga classes and my journey actually just started from yoga and it was incorporating the whole mind, body and spirit. And I wanted to look more into the principles of Ayurveda that my dad had already been following years ago. And I, um, I suppose in the Western world, um, we don't have the time or we try and live the best life that we can. But now, um, post-pandemic, everybody's thinking more about themselves, their self-care. Much more aware, aren't we? we yes, yeah, good, which all, is a good thing. Yeah. yeah, so it's all coming to the forefront now. So it was um, bringing all the different elements of Ayurveda. So I wanted to study a bit more about the principles of Ayurveda. So um, Ayurveda, which is a, um, a Sanskrit word... Yes, and so what does it what does it actually mean? So um, it's all about the longevity of life. It's um, the sister, what I call the sister science to yoga. So it's the science behind yoga, and Veda means actually means science, and it's that sacred knowledge. Um, so Ayurveda is um, an ancient Indian medical system, or a lifestyle. You could say a lifestyle, and it's the science of longevity. And its roots and its holistic traditions um, and the ways of living that can help us, um, you know, live our life day to day, um, incorporating those little um, principles of Ayurveda. So um, it is a way of life, isn't it? But I mean, or you can can you take bits out of it, or do you You have to follow it wholeheartedly? I think it's always difficult in this country to follow. Those And even in this day and age, you can't um, physically follow every single... We have to work for a mm. living, for example. So, um, But you can surely take different elements out there. Once you know, one of the, the principles is getting to know your body type. And we have such a lack of self-awareness getting to know who we are. You know, what foods are right for you, what exercise is oh, right for you. Can that differ depending on your body type then? Totally. So we're all made up of different elements, um, which are included of air and ether and fire, you know, and at different stages of our life as well. So if we're not living according to our um, doshas, what we call our body constitution, um, these all go out of balance and disease kicks in and um, our mind is just all over the place. So it's really bringing back everything back to balance mm. so you're, you're in balance but once you have that awareness of what you are and what's triggering you off yes um, in your your body and do you really notice it so you do feel wholeheartedly you know better in literally your mind as well as physically because it's dealing with that your particular body type definitely so um for example i um when my father passed away um i was you know, I'd just gone into a shell. I was suffering from anxiety. Um, I was—I knew I wasn't going to see him physically anymore, and that was playing on my mind all the time. So my diet—it was throwing my diet out, my digestion out yes. as well. And it's what you do so, when you're stressed. You—you you eat badly, you sleep badly. Everything—everything okay. everything works against you when exactly when you should be having some care, some self-care. It's some, yeah. some self-care, isn't it? So it's recognizing. Either you have to change your behaviour mm. and recognising what it is that is throwing you out of balance and what you can do to support yourself. Okay. Now, I also notice you called it VEDA. 
Um, and because I was saying Ayurveda, and but is, is it known as Veda as well? Is that the same thing? The principles of it, it's just an abbreviation, right, of okay. Ayurveda. Um, it's um, Ayurveda is uh, technically the the full name, but Veda is um, in the Western world. A lot of people have um, pronounce it just Veda or um, okay. include it as Veda because most people know the Vedic principles, the ancient Indian principles that it comes from the roots. Yes, where it comes from. Okay, and big question. If you adopt this lifestyle, can it really slow down the aging process? Because that's, let's face it, one of the questions that we all want to know the answer to. <laughs> you're sitting, well, I'm looking across, at I was you say, you're sitting across from me. I won't tell you how old well, I am. Well, let but... me just say, I think the answer is yes. But <laughs> well, one of the things is um, I've recently just done an Ayurvedic cleanse at the beginning of the year. So it's um, and it resets what's called your agni, your digestive fire. So you're eating three meals a day, you're allowing space in between those meals because you're allowing the digestive system to have a little bit of a rest as well Mm. in between there. And um, my sleep was so much more better. Oh, no, let's, oh, who wouldn't want that? So I had that really nourishing, rejuvenating sleep. I wasn't eating in between and I was also, um, I was having spices. So mm. the whole Ayurvedic um, principle also includes lots of uh, lots of spices in mm. your diet um, that aid your digestion. Because it okay. is, um, it's not just a diet, is it? There are, you know, it's herbal, can I say remedies. medicines, remedies? Yes, yeah. yes, yep. it's yep. that as well, isn't it? Yeah, for example, I was having, um, I actually made a jar of um, pickled ginger. Mm. So I was having that half an hour before my meal. Okay. Uh, sitting down, um, having that beforehand, and it just helps with the digestion. Um, Wonderful. Um, digesting your food, and then straight after, I would have some licorice tea. And you know, and that's yeah. and you knew that's what you should be doing. And yeah. once you started applying it, you noticed the difference. I really did. I followed that religiously for seven days, mm-hmm. and then um, I could actually feel when I slowly returned back to normal because. It's not feasible to it's have tricky, that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, because especially if you have a family, yep. if you have a family, then you're making different types of food. So if you've just got to be a bit more creative, so you're inclusive of everybody yes. when you're making meals and, you know, getting up to meditate, because I get up in, in, in the mornings to meditate just to have a quick download of everything before the day. The day. And it's really the two rituals, your morning ritual and your evening ritual that are so important. Set in stone are they? So I suppose that helps you get totally. up and, and face the day's challenges. And then is the other one then to wind down so that you get your good night's sleep. So it's all part of the, the big package, if you like. So, yeah, totally. Because at the end of the day, you've been at work all day. Um, you know, you've been with different people. They might have, you know, you, you might have a few, few imbalances there as well. So just to bring you back to focus, to ground you. Again, I just need that just before and making sure that I'm eating a nourishing meal two or three hours mm. um, before I have my sleep time. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's just setting. Yeah, so I suppose as well as doing, practicing a Vedic um, lifestyle, which you obviously uh, teach people to do in your business, um, you also do, you yoga complements that and they work together, do they? So, so aside from the courses, which I think you mentioned, you do a yoga yoga studio is that right and classes and I I run two classes over in Hampshire and um, 
Yeah. So yoga, one is a yoga flow class that I run. And yoga is, it, it is, it's um, what it helps you do is just improves your body posture, which we need nowadays. Yes, we're so a lot of my ladies, yeah, yep. exactly. So we're we're leading that lifestyle now, especially people that are working from home as well. You know, there's di- digestive disturbances. It's um, flexibility as well. It just improves um, your your brain health, aging process. Yep. As oh, well. what posture and aging? Uh, yeah. Oh, so I didn't know there was so, a link there. No, yeah. It just keeps you nice and supple. Mm-hmm. Um, the body and movement is medicine to me movement any type of movement is medicine and finding the the right yoga teacher as well that um, you know that understands your needs yes because it's so individual isn't it it's totally individual Mm. I have different types of I the two classes that I do run I have to have the two sets of skills for both both classes one is quite um a flowy class and the other one's quite a nice relaxing mindful Mm. movement class it's interesting because i was just thinking so before the pandemic you would have done face-to-face classes i'm i'm assuming um and then presumably you had to change didn't you when we were in a lockdown and did you bring classes online and then i don't know do you did you notice a shift again are we changing post-pandemic well, what I did was I was really worried how I was going to serve my community at that time. I wasn't very tech savvy. I have a close supportive group of people that work with me. And one particular lady was, that's it, we'll get you on Zoom. And she set me all up on my Zoom classes. And it was all about confidence then as well. Mm, yes, you I mean, know. it was so alien to us, wasn't it? Now you're it like, was, yeah, yeah, let's just jump on a Zoom. Yeah, <laughs> but then it was very much like, <laughs> how does that work? <laughs> I never thought I would take to it, yep. you know, like I did. But, um, I, you know, a couple of years later now, people ask me, are you doing any online classes? But slowly I have seen the shift as well mm. because people want more in-person classes. Yes, they want that missing, connection. Yes, yeah. They want that community back as well. Mm. And I think community is a really key word there. And I know that's really important to you, sort of building that support network. And I suppose you you feel, or do you feel, I should say, that sense of, um, you know, you've built this community and they come to you. So you're you know you need to nurture them just as they provide support to you you've got this I'm trying to think how you describe it you know you must feel some responsibility for your community and I do because everybody's from um, you know there's we're all struggling Mm. post-pandemic we're we're still struggling you know to to find our feet as well so um, I have to get to know my community I have to I know what their struggles are you know, and be careful with the language that I use sometimes as well, because I do a lot of guided meditation practice. And it's having that connection with your community. Yes. Having kindness to your community as well. And that's where you start to thrive and doors start to open and they and they allow you Yes, come into that world. You've got to build the trust, which is yeah, ob- you know, totally. critical in any business. Yeah. Um, but yes, I imagine because you're dealing with the person and their inner inner workings and their mind, and it's very, very you have to be sensitive. Which is why it's about the relationship and the community and the connection between you. Which I suppose goes back to what you were saying about finding the right instructor, and that's not just for yoga, but that's for the whole Veda lifestyle. Um, 
some someone you connect with, isn't it? Yeah, totally. And my my classes are really not just about improving your flexibility and um, your health and well being, but it goes back to yoga's original roots as well. So it's the actual philosophy, getting yes. into the actual what yoga was really about originally, because now... So rather than it's just an exercise class, it's the whole yeah. principles. I mean, it's centuries old, isn't it? And it's been around, must be one of the oldest... It's I can't think of another one. Indian, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's gone, it goes over two, if not 2,000 years. So um, it's all about learning the, the breathing techniques, for example. There are so many pranayama, what I call pranayama breathing techniques, a controlled breath as well. So I like to bring in different elements of everything as well as just the physical side of it yes. as well. And also the mindfulness side is um, really important to me as well. So I, I, it must be a wonderful feeling when people are coming into your class, a bit sort of frazzled. And I don't know what time of the day it is, but you know whether you've just had a manic day at work or you've, you know, your young children or something. It must be wonderful for you to sort of see them come in with this frazzled state and then put them through not just wonderful, energizing stretches and flow, and but come out feeling calmer and ready to tackle the world. It must be a lovely sort of gift to be able to give people. My best moment is usually. When everybody comes out their relaxation posture at the end, and usually they don't want to leave. I teach in a beautiful barn in Hampshire, and they and the energy is completely different when they're about to leave. Yes, and I always have a saying at the beginning um, that we land and we arrive, and we leave our baggage at the door, and then if they want, they can pick it up on the way back out <laughs> if they want to if yes. they want to yeah, okay yeah. so that must be one of the best things about your job but what what would you say one of the sort of hardest things would be about your job you know dealing as in dealing with people rather than a, a business topic um I think now you're finding more and more people are struggling mm. so it's challenging um I've been thinking about do I need to have another class during the week and because I also need to get the work home life balance right as well. Yep. So um, it's um, and post pandemic, it's people are still afraid of being in um, a busy hall or a busy environment with other people. It's quite daunting still. So we're still coming out of um, that fear factor as well. We're we're still um, fearful. Um, I think the challenges with people is um, I like to give my time to everybody, mm. you know, and I like to be present and focused and I like to listen. Wholeheart, you see, wholeheartedly. Yes, you're I'm such them. a yeah. compassionate person with an open heart and an open awareness. And, um, and it's almost like I have to step back. Mm. sometimes and look after yourself and take yeah take which probably doesn't sit needs. comfortably yeah yeah take care of my own needs I've got better at it good <laughs> I've definitely got better at it and um I've got one of the sayings which was from um um a, a spiritual teacher that just passed recently and it was the quality of your being determines the quality of your doing so that is my mantra this okay. year yes yeah, so I'm just thinking that through yes very so, good yeah so just being rather than doing all the time. Yes. So, and my best ideas actually come when I am in that being stage, mm -hmm. when I'm in that relaxed stage as well. Wonderful. You know how I can serve people better. Yes, which so, I know, which I know you do. 
I know you do. But now let's move on to your first um, track, because I know this song is from a film and I know I just I'm guessing there's a story behind it because it's an unusual piece of music that I can't wait to play. Um, But would you like to introduce this song and tell us a little bit about it? Right. Um, so the song is um, from Lata Mangeshkar. So Lata Mangeshkar is a true legend. She's an iconic singer. Um, and she passed away a couple of weeks ago. And she sung, I, I think it was 30,000, if not more, songs. No. Yeah. So, she, wow. Bollywood songs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Bollywood. I sp- yes, yeah, I and decades of actresses. Mm-hmm. So it was. Um, so they mimic the songs a lot of the actresses. So she is that. the voice behind them. Okay, and um, the film that I chose it's called Dilvale Dulania Le Jainge, and um, it was one of the location of the film. So when I was younger, when we would make the trip to India, we would go by train from Delhi to Punjab. <gasps> Where that we must go. have been incredible. And it, yeah. it was literally that journey coming from the city, going into this lush, green, you know, openness. I've gone goosebumpy yeah. just thinking, just and picturing the it. Colors. Yes. And it was absolutely, it's the colours, it's the vibrancy. And my, my son absolutely loved this song as well. So it's really nostalgic oh, for me because watching the film with him. I have to say it's got a wonderful introduction. So I'm not going to, I'm sorry, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce it because when you say it, it's like, it's like sort of, I don't know, it's sort of magic, magical words. So um, I'm going to play this now and um, enjoy it. Oh, 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 
देखा न तूने मुड़ के भी पीछे कुछ देर तो मैं रुका था जब दिल तुझको रोकना चाहा दूर तू जा चुका था क्या न जाना ये दिल क्यों दीवाना हो गया है तुझको तो प्यार सजना लाख कर ले तू इनकार सजना Across the Thames Valley. One more time. Across the Thames Valley. This, this is River Radio. Well, now for some pop music. Try this. Hello and welcome back. You're listening to me, Fiona Johnson, on River Radio's Let's Talk Business show. Thank you for listening today. And didn't that just transport you? I felt like I, well... I was on another continent. I mean, it really just, it, it just, look, it, you can picture the sounds on a, on a track like that, can't you? Which is perhaps an odd one. But, but I, you know, do you know what I mean? It's, it's a visual quality to, to music like that. And today we're joined by Nina Panasar-Woods of Sansar Yoga. And don't forget, if you missed part of today's show, you can listen to the show again via catch-up on the website, which is river.radio, or as a podcast via the usual channels. And if you want to get in touch about anything we're talking about today, do feel free to drop me an email at Fiona, sorry, on Fiona at river.radio. Now, Nina, I read a quote on your website that said, and I just, I just really got this one. It said, it's not your body that's stiff, it's your mind that's stiff. And I think that's something we can all relate to, particularly as we sit at our desks for most of the day. Um, why, Nina, why do we let our minds dictate our lack of movement? I think it's always that inner critic, isn't it? This comes to the topic of self-compassion as well. So we're, we're so critical of ourselves all the time that we can't do this or we can't do that. And it's um, just letting go of that inner critic and um, allowing the body to do what it needs to do to sustain itself as well. So I know when I, um, I had um, a lady that joined me um, a little while ago in yoga and she'd lost her husband and um, she wasn't in a good place. She'd come from, from up, up in Sheffield and she'd moved down with her daughter. And one of the, one of the things she talked about was um, letting go. Mm. She couldn't, um, she'd lost her husband and she found it so hard to let go I think within two or three sessions of yoga and relaxation, her mind had been transported and she was actually living in her body. Okay, So yes. just with some movement in the body, she was living in her head. It's like our, uh, we underestimate the power of our minds, I think. And that's why this, this quote about minds being stiff is just yeah. kind of saying we're not ready or we think we're not ready to try something new or, or, or just even to move at its simplest form. Yeah, and, and we've we just got to, to exercise our minds. Yeah, and we need to drop out of our head into our bodies mm. as well. Mm. So, And that's where I say that the quote, you know, that your mind, um, the stiffness is... Um, you know, in your mind. So once you start to ease the mind, yes, yeah, the body going, starts to let go as well. Yes, that's so true. And I'm sort of feeling quite calm and relaxed now, but I'm going to shake things up and exercise your mind because okay. I'm going to do a very quick fire questions round um, and you'll, you'll get the gist of it. Okay, <laughs> It's a bit of fun so. when we get to know the real Nina. So tell me, do you prefer Marmite or peanut butter? Recently, I've got into peanut butter. 
I would have thought you're, you're talking about health benefits there, aren't you? Yeah, I, totally, <laughs> totally. Um, what about tea or coffee? Coffee. If it's tea, it's usually herbal teas, mm. but I do like a nice coffee in the morning. And what's, what's your go-to? You've been, in fact, you mentioned licorice tea, but is that your go-to herbal tea or...? It's seasonal. Oh, good answer. Yeah, yes. yeah. So my te- teas are definitely seasonal. So if I want something warming in the winter, I'll go for a masala chai. Yes, oh, delicious. You know, yeah. or you know, in the summer it will be more fruity and more, you know, and more uh, lemon right. and yeah, refreshing. Drink, yes. Yeah. So. What about cats or dogs? My doggy. I've got we. Well, we've got a dog, Bala. Oh, that's a good two, name. Yeah, Bala. So she, we got her two years ago. Never had a pet. But yeah, definitely. It's funny how quickly you get used to it, isn't it? Yep. Unconditional love that they give you. Brilliant. And are you a night night owl or an early bird? Because I do try and live by the principles of Ayurveda, I would say both now. So I tend to get up early because I, I do my yoga and I do my mindfulness. And I think it's an age thing now. I have to get to bed and technology is one thing oh, um, I was going to say yep. put it away and a nice book yep or yeah some nice music relaxing music um, and do you have a favorite band oh so many our house is um just full of music um you're actually going to play Alicia Keys but my son was um a big um, Green Day fan. Oh, he got us. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. yeah, Green Day fan, but definitely Beatles. Um, definitely the Rolling Stones. Oh, wonderful, yeah. eclectic yeah. mix. Yeah, fabulous, definitely. fabulous. And if you had some time off, would you have a relaxing break or an adventure holiday? I prefer both. Yes, and I just wondered if you're I, if you're pr- um, practicing relaxing all the time I wondered whether a bit of adrenaline might actually just be a nice thing to slip in every now and then I do because um what I try and do post-pandemic is um I used to go on a retreat I used to do some research and um get myself on a little retreat for three or four days but me and my husband also like to go exploring oh lovely yes so big fans of the far east I was going to say where's Thailand Oh, you can really explore there. There's so yeah, much around every find corner. It's so yeah. authentic. The people are so compassionate. The food is amazing. Yeah, it is. So. Yes. And then you need to, yes, because you're eating. Yes. Anyway, let's yep. not, let's not yeah. go down that route. <laughs> you're transporting um, me there now. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, I sort of do some time traveling. Well, thank you for answering those, Nina. Um, but there's another question that we always ask our guests, and that is what are you watching on TV at the moment? Is there anything in particular, are you into any particular box sets or. Um, all right, but I know you're also a keen reader, so maybe you don't watch much television. Maybe even sort of you, your evening relaxation is around a book. No, I'm watching um, on Apple TV at the moment. Um, it's funny. All my, I have a, um, a WhatsApp girls group, so we'll we'll always say who's watching what. Yep. You know. So at the moment, I'm watching Suspicion with uh, on apple tv with okay uma thurman oh, yes. and i have heard of that yeah, yes and it's um i'm, I'm getting more into these thrillers you <laughs> know we're your dark on side. the edge, edge of your your seat but I also i watched on um i'm really plugging apple tv here but i do like watching netflix last night i actually watched um a bollywood film as well which was um quite an indie party kind of film and I like those which aren't too long Mm -hmm. an hour and a half or something because I can 
sit there for an hour and a half, but when you're thinking hours and hours and hours. Are they often quite long then? Um, a lot of Bollywood films are okay. as well. So, But um, other box sets we've watched, uh, we watched Ozark. Oh gosh, I mean, there's so many, so many. And I, but I do know you like a good book, don't you? And I was just wondering if you could perhaps recommend any business books that are particularly sort of mean something to well, you. Well, you can see I've bought quite a few. <laughs> with I wish me. you could see the studio. Actually, yeah. I might have to take a photograph and post it because actually there's just books littering everywhere. It's wonderful. And actually, I want to sort of pick them up and explore each one of them. So um, I was listening to um, I've li- listened to Ariana Huffington's. Um, podcast a few times oh yes because often the two go together don't they a book and a podcast yeah so she you know she talks about thriving and um and she actually quotes saying um build a tribe um a tribe that will support you Mm. and she gives some really great hints and tips on building a business as well um and also she's gone from huffington post to um setting up thrive actually as well and so her business model has changed onto the well-being side Okay, well, actually, yes, well, yeah, because I think, as you side. said earlier, we're all becoming much more aware of the importance of well-being. And, um, Slowing and it's, down. Yeah, and it's interesting, actually, how many people have paused or, or, or sort of turned to it, either for themselves or to set up a business, because, you know, just because we're all more aware and we need to, we're sort of, we're all running on empty, or well, that's how it feels. And business um, businesses are incorporating it into their business model a lot of them, so they, they? Ha- they have to have, you, you know, um, health and well-being. So, you know, meditation is a big thing and there's lots of workshops as well. Yes. Um, mindfulness workshops and um, yoga obviously has um, lo- lots of benefits as well. Um, so tell us about, she, yeah, I was going to say, tell us about a bit more about that book or the, one of the other books you brought with you. So um, one of my favourite books or one of the... Um, the ladies that I love listening to is Christian Neff. So Christian Neff is all about self-compassion, mm. you know, and she talks about when you're about to go into battle uh, during the day. Well, do you mean the school so, run? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who are you going to take with you? Who is your ally? You know, and I love that. She's, it's all about changing that inner critic, you know, talking to yourself in more compassionate languages, you know, being kinder to yourself and um you, you know she just learned she teaches you how to like yourself oh that's more oh, something and, very important that we're you know, very bad about yeah and you know how you can fall into depression quite easily when you're when that inner critic is mm. just um there it's so powerful so um i would definitely say just um with self-compassion, it just makes you a healthier, happier person yes. and good to be around as well. Yes, I suppose it's yeah, more from that point of view. Yeah. And it's practicing that, you know, it's practicing being self-compassionate. And I found when I was in financial services, that was the thing that I didn't like about myself. Mm. I was... What, you, could you see who you were becoming? I, yeah, yeah, I was getting more anxious. I was just, I was lashing out at people. I was not speaking to Can't and I could imagine that now I, yeah <laughs> I have completely changed you know and I'm yep stop beating myself up about it and we all have insecurities yes. you know whether you know it's about the way we look you know and 
And it's finding that inner contentment with yeah. self-compassion as well. And so changing that narrative, isn't it? So that yeah, you learn yeah. and recognise, no, those are words I shouldn't be using and just turning it into something positive. And obviously that doesn't happen overnight. No, well, that sounds it's, like it's a fascinating. A, yeah. So what's, what, sorry, just what's the name of that book? So this is Christian Neff's um, Self-Compassion. So, Lovely. Yeah. And does she so, do podcasts as well? She's done, the podcast that I listen to was, um, I'm a big fan of Rangan Chatterjee, Dr. Rangan mm, Chatterjee. He's good, yes. So there's a good podcast with her and him on there. So I would definitely say Rick, um, um, listen to that as well. And the same with Ariana Huffington on Thrive, the book Thrive here as well. So she's on um, Rangan Chatterjee as well. Um, sounds like a good one to clock. And uh, but is there a sort of regular podcast you listen to or is, or is it most... Uh, I have, I'm quite random, so um, a lot of them are health and well-being, mm. so the podcast that I do listen to, Brené Brown. Oh, big, yes, very good. Yeah, Big, big fan of Brené Brown as well. Um, recently, um, one of my favourite ones, which I shared with a lot of my girlfriends, was The Marble Jar. Oh, I don't know that yeah, one. Yeah, so she talks about who would you share your marbles with to her daughter about yeah. compassion and kindness, you know, um, if you have a, um, a jar of marbles, you know, who would who's your marble friend? Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's a really interesting um, podcast to listen to. But um, yeah, definitely Brené Brown as well. And um, lastly is Mary Portis as well. She actually did do quite a few podcasts, but recently I think she's stopped mm. as well. But her book, Mary Portis, How to Thrive in the um, new kindness economy that's right she's changed yes she's talking about the kindness economy quite a bit now isn't she that's that's her her thing yep and and she talks about um you know shifting the concept of community now you can do it as a business but it's also getting i think because sansa which is my brand it's quite easy to become bigger than the people that you're actually serving. Okay. So not losing that connection, not losing that kindness. That sort or of why intimacy, you built that, yeah. Yeah, why you built that brand in the first place. And um, she talks about the post-pandemic model of how we've all changed and how business models are going to change going forward as well. So To, to bring in that to compassion get, and kindness. Yeah, and local community as well. So since the, the pandemic, many businesses have gone undergone you know, massive changes to rebuild their model mm. now as well. I think so, that's something we can all relate to. You know, it, yeah, that's that's the. I'm going to state the obvious. That's the nature of a pandemic. It effect, affected absolutely every single person on this planet. Yeah, but this is, um, yeah, definitely, mm. definitely changes, changes afoot. Wonderful. Yeah. And now I'm going to ask you when. You mentioned earlier that when you started in your business, rather you were in the, in the finance world and then you started your business. Was there anything that you sort of look back and think, you know, any tips you can share here that you think, I wish I'd done that differently? With my current business? Mm. With my current business. Like sort of um, learnings to share about what you might have done differently. Or, or even just actually things you wish you'd known when you'd started. There's something, um, I think you learn from your failures. Mm. So you have to go there to come back. Yes. <laughs> so I think we, we're living in a day and age where there's so much information out there and you can get so absorbed in so much information. And in the early days, it was, I want to do this and I want to do that and I want to do this. But I've got to that stage and that wisdom now is 
I, you have to be your business as well. Yes. Yeah, you have to practice the art of your business. So, and I've had to learn from that and reflect on that, what I want my business to show. So it's not that I want to include this and I want to include that because things are constantly changing. Mm. So um, it's identifying who you are as your business, if you know what your values are. Yes, that's very well, certainly in branding with my marketing hat on. Yes, we all talk about your values and and exactly where, especially when it's not even personal branding, it's when you are the business, exactly that you, the two have to have the synergy. Yep. And I learned that I've had to learn that over the years. Initially, it was I was just running with everything. But I've learned to slow down now. And I know exactly what I want to achieve from um, what I want Sansa to stand for, mm-hmm. who I want it to appeal to. Yep. You know, so um, knowing, you know, who I'm serving as well. As, I mean, yes, we're not going into the audience, sort of knowing your audience. We've yeah. touched on that before, but it's a key point that keeps coming up, knowing your audience. And you're um, so specific, I can't say it, specific. Yeah. I don't know why I'm struggling with that today. But, you know, and because as you say, it's such a, a personal relationship that you're forming. So not only are you helping them, but you need to be clear who you're helping in the, and, what you, and how you can help them in the first place. Yeah, and it's having those skills. Mm. It's yes. having the communication skills, it's being compassionate, it's listening skills. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's bringing in all these skills because people are opening up to you. Yeah. You know, yeah. wholeheartedly. Which is which must be the joy of running your business. Yep. It's that connection that it's I lovely, get. Which we keep it's coming that, back to. Yes. yes. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, let's go let's go to our second track. Uh, you mentioned earlier it was by Alicia Keys. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Big fan of Alicia Keys, um, and I think um, it's we talk about women and empowerment a yes. lot. Yes, <laughs> and I, there's a reason for that. Yeah, <laughs> and we're at such a great, you know, post pandemic. We have young girls are embracing change, aren't they? Mm. They they you know can they've see got it. The, yeah, yeah they've got the technology, they've got the confidence, and I just wanted to play a track that I love listening to if I'm in the car on my on my own (laughs) yeah and you know just singing it on the top of my voice and I couldn't think of anybody better than Alicia Keys and this particular track that I let you play so this is um Girl on Fire hotter than a fantasy lonely like a highway she's living in it's on fire Filled with catastrophe But she knows she can fly away Oh She got both feet on the ground And she's burning it down Oh She got her head in the clouds And she's not backing down This
Hello and welcome back. You are listening to Fiona Johnson on River Radio's Let's Talk Business show. Thank you for listening in today and we are joined today by Nina Panasar-Woods from Sansar Yoga and we've been talking about, oh I don't know where to start, life, it feels like life, the universe and everything but um, I can definitely picture you singing in your car along to that song. That's a powerful, powerful song, isn't it? <laughs> um, and don't forget, if you've missed part of today's show, you can listen in, in again via the website, which is river.radio, or as a podcast via the usual channels, Alexa, Apple, Google and Spotify. Or do get in touch if you want to um, ask any questions about the show um, or anything you'd like to sort of cover in the future. So the email is fiona at river.radio. So I'm going to ask Nina now, what does the future hold for your business? We talked about the fact that we've had to change during the pandemic. We've talked about, you know, touched on post the, the post-pandemic and how we've had to change. But what have you got in store for the future of your business? So opportunities have um, really opened up with technology as well for Mm. me so where I can take classes online now zoom classes so um, I've got I've got the app at the moment so we've got um, I've got a Sansa app and I'm trying to this year it's all about putting more content on this app as well and um, what we're trying to do is make it accessible Mm. for everybody um, there's workshops going on, this monthly workshops. Excellent. Um, like what sort of things are you covering in your right, workshops? Right, so on my workshops, I've kept it, um, I tried it um, last year and I thought to myself, I just want people to have a couple of hours to themselves. And so I did a restorative yoga class and um, it was received really well. Mm. So it's on a Sunday afternoon and I try, to, try and do this once a month and um, bring in homemade tea and, oh, tea and cakes, yes, yep. you know, and, and we have a little reflection afterwards if anything shows up or comes up. And it's all about our community mm. as well coming together. Um, so there's lots of workshops going on um, on the app. I, there's um, I'm actually doing a rebranding okay. as well sometime this year. So on the website and the app, there's... Um, with as well as the the content that's going on on there meditation practices there'll be meditation practices going on there so this is meditation practices not as a class but on your app yep they'll be on the app and there'll also be um it's called a sanctuary page mm-hmm. will, which will be on my website as well so you'll be able to access workshops meditation practices on there as well okay and recipes so oh, there's wonderful. Rece- yes. recipes okay. i'm uh, i love cooking Yes. So cooking from scratch and also food is medicine mm-hmm. for me. So um, so there's lots of recipes going on there. Um, and classes, I have my regular yoga classes going on. So you're on. in-person classes. Because what, I, what I love is yoga, which we've discussed is centuries old, has been around forever. And technology are not two obvious playmates. And yet here you are. I know you said you struggled with technology, but here you are with an app that is helping people with yoga and more. And I think this is fabulous. So you've designed this app so they don't have to, well, I presume you can book a class or something like that on the app, but likewise, it's there if you want to follow something. You said you've got meditation on the app, you've got recipes on the app. This is, this is incredible. I mean, it's, it's, it's vast. It is. And it started off as a small project. It was actually my lockdown project. Okay. I thought I had that time and that space and a friend approached me and she said, how about I design an app? And I wasn't sure how it was going to be received. 
but um, it seems to be thriving at the moment because it connects people. I mean, we walk around, we want everything <laughs> glued, uh, to, our know, phones, glued yes. to our phones. So, you know, um, booking events is easy and on there, sharing events as well. So sharing it with other people. Yes, okay. um, um, my, uh, my yoga community love it because they can, you know, they can book a class quite easily. Also, there's lots of features on there. Yes, like so, what sort of things? Right, so I've got lots of yoga postures on there and you can click onto the yoga posture postures on there it will tell you how to get into the postures what the name of the postures are the modifications of those postures as well so that sounds brilliant because I know um speaking from experience um if I was to go to a yoga class I would be very conscious that I don't know what the pose actually entails or the name of it is and and you always have that oh I think I'm doing it right now obviously in this you know the, the teacher will always help you with that but that's lovely thing to be able to sort of just swat up and practice at home and just to make sure that you you know to be able to visualize it on a, you know, as well as rather than you know trying to do it yourself and it's always a very odd angle I find yeah, and but, some people don't have the confidence mm, you know so um in really their, when they're that. on their mat in the comfort of their own home mm. you know and um they they can get into either try and get into a modification and support themselves as well so and I wanted people to have the knowledge of what posture was good I, I'm also the anatomy as well so you know whether it's working your hips your neck and shoulders yep. you know so bringing in some of the anatomy so you could almost just say you know you've had a bad day you're feeling tense because you've been sitting at your desk and you know your neck and shoulders are in a bad way you can go to the app and just do the practices yourself by following uh, the poses yeah so the, uh, at the moment, what we're doing is, um, this is all work in progress. No, but I moment. think it's brilliant because, yeah. as I said, technology, yoga, the yeah. two don't just don't go together. So, so exactly so. what you've just said, if you've come in, um, there'll be like a 15, 20-minute, um, you know, section on there, neck and shoulders, head, mm-hmm. neck and shoulders. I just need to start moving my, my shoulders around so there'll be a little demonstration on there. Hips, always tight around the hips. Yep. Yep. Can I, what can I do? So, People can spare. It's micromanaging. Yes. That's another word. Okay. Um, Ariana Huffington, she always talks about micromanaging. Right. Okay. So, so you're going to drop you, it in there. Yeah. Just five or 10 minutes. Yep. So because sometimes we don't have the concentration spam to spend an hour doing a mm. class. Yes. You know, and so. what, what is, I mean, where can you download the app? Is it on all, you know, the usual places? But what does one Apple. look for if you're interested? Right. So it's Sansa Yoga and Ayurveda Wellness, the app is that's called. The app. That's brilliant. But um, you can also go via my website is live as well. So every, all the features that you find on the, the app will also be on the website as well. So okay. they'll be connecting and talking to each other. Yeah. So. Now, you just mentioned that we don't always have the time. And I think that's one of the things I'm really conscious of because, um, you know, we're, we all get... We have stress which can mean so many different things I mean it could just be a question of nerves or a bit like stress you know like I don't know I'm sure you weren't nervous coming in today but all these things you know or whether you've got to make an important phone call or you're doing a presentation at work or all sorts of things where you just feel a little bit uneasy and uncomfortable Anxious, and nervous yeah. and I'm just we talked earlier didn't we about breathing and I wondered if you've got any tips to share on how one can just maybe in the car before you go into your presentation or something whereby you can just do some some breath control work that might help calm you and it's probably on the app as well but I just wondered if there's anything you'd like to share and I might just give it a go now to see yeah. how we can do some breath work so we talk of um, in Ayurveda, it's um, pranayama breath work, so it's controlled breath work, mm-hmm. and um, 
I was sitting in the car just breathing into my heart centre to calm myself oh, down don't before tell I me that. Oh, I hope to hope you yeah, put you at ease. <laughs> just, just feeling a bit nervous this morning. Um, so one of the techniques um, is called the four seven eight um, technique. You can find it online anywhere. But it's um, it's all about the breath. The breath is the purpose. Um, to, it supplies our whole body with oxygen, and and that's what we need to survive. So how do we calm it down? And studies have shown um, daily breath work and practices also in increased longevity oh we all like that don't yeah, we? yes and yep. your health and well-being so and it also helps to calm the mind down and you stay in the present moment and stay focused so if we um we practice the four seven eight technique so just coming to i mean it's a nice comfortable sit, posture so sort of feet properly on the floor i suppose no slouching yep yep just feet on the ground feeling nice and grounded and just relaxing your face Ooh. and maybe just placing your tongue on the upper front part of your teeth. Okay, to I'm going to try that. So no more talking. Yep. Yeah, you can talk now, Nina. <laughs> and you you, st- you slowly start to exhale through through the mouth. Lots of heavy breathing. Through the, oh, so ex- exhale through so the mouth. First, before you get into okay, that, just float, slowly start to exhale through the mouth around. Yes. And then place your tongue, okay. just there, and you start to breathe slightly around the tongue as you're. I hope you're, I hope you're, I hope you're doing this as you're listening, so I'm not on my own here. Right. So, exhale completely through the mouth, as in completely empty the lungs. Yeah. So you're completely from from your lungs all the way out, and you're making this whoosh sound, which I'm sure you can never, you yeah. can hear. And then close the mouth and inhale quietly through your nose. And you're just counting for four. Okay, so will you count while I do it? So you're counting mentally for four. Three, two, one. Hold the breath for a count of seven. Six, five, four, three, two, one. And exhale completely through your mouth. And you're making that nice whoosh sound again for a count of eight. So it's a really simple four, seven, eight technique. I have to say, I, I think I've, I don't think my lungs are used to breathing quite so fully, but I actually do feel it, it's definitely changed something, energised. I can feel sort of um, energy going into my head. Yep, so a few rounds of those, mm. you know, or slowly. It's a great one to do if you're you're fine, you're struggling to go to sleep as well. Okay, so that's yeah. interesting that it energises you, but also helps so you with sleep. If you want to calm, it also calms you down as well. And that's so the a nice four, calm, four, seven, seven eight. eight. That's technique. quite a good one to remember. Technique, and is that yeah. something you do? Well, breath work, I know something you do, because you do classes themselves in, in breath work, don't you? And, yep. and chakras and, yeah. Yep, so um, I'm... I put a lot of emphasis on breath work as well because it's so important for our health and well-being that we're breathing correctly and we found that out during yes. um, you know our lung capacity opening up our lungs a little bit as well and think, you know breathing correctly notice that you don't shallow I mean, breathing yep yep guilty of that and I think also sometimes you know when you're concentrating or or, or 
sometimes something crazy like even doing some sport or something you suddenly think I'm not actually breathing yeah and it brings your mind if you're bringing it if you're bringing the 478 technique also it brings your mind and you've got something to focus on yes okay seven eight which is where it helps with the the, the nerves and the stress and the wonderful oh Gosh, Nina, you filled us with so much sort of. We've learned an awful lot. Um, but just, just tell us before we wrap up the show. Um, if someone wanted to find out more about your business, where would they go to? Um, just remind us where the best places to find out more about not just what you do in your courses and all the, you know, the recipes and things, but just generally if there's some tips. Like, well, I know that you've got tips there. But, you know, just like the breathing that we can all just use on our day to day. So you can find me, um, I'm on most social media platforms. So I'm on Facebook at Sansar Yoga and Ayurveda Wellness. You can find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Sansar Yoga. Do you want to just spell that just in case? S-A-N-S-A-A-R. Okay. Yoga. I'm also, my website is www.yogasansar.co.uk. And you can download the app, which is Sansa Yoga and Ayurveda Wellness. And it's um, it's a purple app and um, it's solid purple and gold. So um, you'll, you'll probably find it's the only one that says yoga um, and Ayurveda Wellness on there. Very, well. very distinctive. Um, Nina, thank you so much for joining us today on River Radio. I have to say... And, and I know I've said you're, you're sort of an oasis of calm, but you really have brought a calm into the studio today. And especially with the breathing exercises, I'm now going to, I think I'm going to be floating, floating out of here. So thank you very much about that. Um, I hope you've all enjoyed listening in today and learning from a fellow business owner and also just learning that... You, you know, you're not alone if you're struggling with technology or for, as, as an example, you know, look at how you can embrace something like that. You know, we've listened to Nina's ups and downs and we've taken away some great tips to how we can help go about our, our week and um, to help our keep our bodies and minds healthy. Um, and next week, Sophie is back and she will be talking to Kat Wildman from the Global Equality Collective, um, where we'll be able to learn about how we can achieve equality, diversity and inclusion through working together and putting the power back into um, into your hands. So do email us if um, you'd like to find out more about our shows or maybe there's something that you'd like to see featured on our show or a particular question you'd like to ask one of our upcoming guests. So email me on fiona at river.radio or sophie um, on sophie at river.radio and of course if you've missed part of today's show you can listen in again via the website river.radio or as a podcast via alexa apple